If you'll go ahead and put up on the screen for me, Matthew chapter 17, verse 14. I told you 25 minutes, we're down to 22. And it reads like this. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him into your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied in red letters. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put, with, put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demons and it came out of the boy and he was healed at that moment. And this is the part that I'm getting into today. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and they asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? And Jesus then said unto them, Because ye have so little faith. Truly I tell you that if you have the faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there. And it will move. Nothing will be impossible to you. If you don't mind, and this is not just a, just a time for us to transition. This is something I'm asking you to do. You're, okay. The youth pastor of our church kind of does this little thing where I love it. He says, you're already here. You might as well get everything that you can out of it. So if we're going to be here today, and if you want to get the most out, out of it, I'm going to ask you to set your device aside. I'm going to ask you to put your Bible down, and I want you to earnestly pray. God, I'm asking you to work in this service. Will you pray with me? Father, I love you and I thank you, Jesus. God, you are the creator of the universe, but yet you love even the smallest of souls, Lord. God, we're asking right now, Jesus, God, that you would meet us at this place. God, you see the needs. God, you know the hearts that are broken. God, you understand the things that need to be done. God, and though I cannot do them alone, God, I know that you are in this place. God, you make ways where there are no ways. God, open up every heart and every ear to hear your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody shouted amen. 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 You see, I believe that God can do all things. I believe, I've seen the miracles with my own eyes. I've seen, I've seen people healed of diseases. I've seen my very own wife be healed in the hospital when her foot was nearly ripped off. I saw a doctor coming in scratching his head saying, I don't understand, but it looks like something with my eyes, but the x-rays say something different. I've seen it. I understand that. And I, when I look at this scripture and I see Jesus say, if you can look at a mountain with the, the faith the size of a, gr a grain of mustard seed and tell it to be gone from here to there, and you can do it in my name, if it's all that, ha that has to happen is that you have a bit of faith, that I can do this for you. We understand that it's not us that does these things. Is that correct? Does everybody understand that principle? Because if it was just in me, I wouldn't have to have faith. But it's all about God doing things through him. Now I also look at this and I see that man is amazing. Have you all ever watched those YouTube videos of people doing like stunts and doing all kinds of crazy stuff that I couldn't even think about? I... I, I like get up in the morning and I find myself productive if I can put my pants on without falling over that's where I live and you got people that are doing things that are incredible 
But God has made man so amazing with the, with the technological advances and the, and the creativity to put the pen to paper and make songs and music and, and to see the very things that God has birthed inside of us. We can do so much, but we can do nothing if it comes down to it without God. So we can do things. We can make things. The, the inventions that my son wants to be an inventor. And I love it. Because the other day he tried to make a microwave out of a cardboard box. Doesn't quite get it yet. Keep it up, kid. But here's the thing is we can do so many things with the resources that God has given us. Here's the things that I want to bring out is have you ever seen anybody invent something out of nothing? All right, Steve Jobs. Let's see you make a phone with no resources. Let's see you. Come on. Come on, Mr. Musk. Let's see an electric car when you have no steel. Let's see what you can do if you have nothing at your disposal. See, man is incredible, and God has made us that way, but we can do nothing without the things that he has provided us. But the truth be told is that God doesn't need anything to do anything. God can take nothing and make something out of it. God can take your broken matter and put it back together. God can take absolutely nothing and make a miracle. So I see that he says that we can move a mountain while a mountain is just made up of earth. Let's talk about this. My voice is already gone. Man can move mountains. You don't believe it? Go look at the new church. There were trees there, and now there aren't. There was dirt in different places, and guess what? It's going to be moved. Man can move mountains. They can do those things, but they have material to work with. Fact is, is it's really hard for, for man to move earth, but he can God, it doesn't take anything. But here's the crazy thing. Is the cool thing is man can't move anything with breath. Hear me now. We've made so many technological advances. We've seen so many things happen, but yet we can't control the weather. You tell me somebody who's redirected a tornado, and I want to see it. You tell me somebody that stopped the hurricane, I want to see it. No, because it's the breath of God that does that. And here's the deal is I know for a fact that there have been uh, um, hypothetical mountains in my life that I can help God move if I need to. I can do what I can do, but truth be told is I need him to move it all. But here's the thing is if I need something moved, sometimes it's the things with breath that I need moved, meaning this is in Genesis chapter 2. It says, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground. I can move dust. But then what happened? Then he breathed into the nostrils of man and he became a living soul. I can move things. I can move situations. Sometimes the problem that I have moving is me. Y'all, sometimes it'd be easy for God to move a mountain. But the hard thing that he needs to move is me. See, mountains can be easily moved, but... People, on the other hand, that's where it becomes hard sometimes. 
I'm the same way. I see my, I see my mountains in my life, and I see things that, 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 are, that are tough to deal with, and sometimes I ask God to move this situation. God, I need you to intervene on my behalf. God, I need you to move this mountain when realistically I should be on my knees saying, God, I see that there's a situation. Move me. God, move me. I wonder if there's anybody in the house today that's bitter with God. Yeah, I said it. None of us want to admit it at times. I've been in situations in my life where I thought, God, if you can just reach down and fix this. God, if you can make me feel better. God, if you can move this. When realistically, God's not ever planned to move that situation. But the biggest times in life when I've seen that I've got into the word of God and I've hit my knees and I'm praying for God to move my situation. And the one thing that he ends up moving is this old boy. And guess what? Things seem to change. I'm going to ask you one more time. Pray with me. God, I'm asking you right now, Jesus, God, to reach into somebody's heart. God, let this not be something where we point at our neighbor and say this is for them. God, I know you're speaking to them. No, 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 no. God, make this personal right now. In the name of Jesus. Avia, come help me. I was a youth pastor for 10 years, so you're going to have to forgive me. I work in visuals. Okay? I love it when people dumb stuff down for me because I'm not all that bright. Wait, you ain't supposed to amen that, bro. So here's the deal. Thank you, Jesus. Bennett, come here. So here's the deal. As I know that sometimes God moves our storms, I know that God does that for me. I've seen him do it. But there are times where I get busy and I get into my own self and I start to think, you know what? I'm the man of this family. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I got this little man that I got to take care of and if y'all haven't met Bennett I'm going to tell you this is your kid that has one of the softest hearts I've ever met and I absolutely love it but there are times where he doesn't know how to handle things and I got to show him in the midst of a crazy world what it's like to be a man what it's like to be a real man but I got to do that and I got to shoulder that burden and I'm thankful that I get to but I know that we live in a wild world does anybody understand that? We live in a crazy world. So sometimes I see the storms of life blowing and I see the confusion come across his face. And I don't know what to do. But I'll tell you what I do is I pick up and I try to shield him from it. I try to take care of it. I try to do everything in my power to shield him from the storms. So what I do is I get this out and I'm saying, okay, there's crazy stuff going on. All right, boy, just stick with Dad. I got you. And I take him, and I put him under my wing, and I just say, all right, we're going to shield you from this. And then I got my little lovely lady right there. Come here, love. And I can't stand the way that the world is telling her what it's like to be beautiful. I can't handle the way that they tell her what she's got to wear in order to be beautiful. So me as daddy, guess what I do? I'm saying, you know what? I got little man over here, and I got me. We're safe from this. But honey, sometimes you need it too. So what daddy's going to do is he's going to do everything in his power to try to shield the family. Because that's what we do. Yeah? That's what we do. 
And then I got this lovely lady over there who works about 75,000 hours a week. Yeah, I know there's not that many hours, but she finds a way. She don't have a job, but she holds the whole thing together. And you know what? I'm like, man, it's not fair. She's, she's stressed out from stuff, and she's got all this anxiety. And I'm tr- Well, she doesn't really have anxiety. You'd never know any different. But when she comes home to me, she tells me about little things. Come on, follow me. You guys can't get too far away from this. I'm trying to shield you. So I'm sitting here. I'm, there, Avia's there, and Bennett's there. And Okay, I got Becky. We're going doing things, and we're, we're living life in church, and I'm trying to juggle all of this stuff. And then I get a call from my worker. Hey, Dan, we just hit a gas line. Oh, no. Listen, I'm going to try real quick. I'm going to get one of those. Try to open it up for me. i got to hold it. So I got my wife that I'm trying to take care of. And I got my son that I'm trying to, to show how to be a man. And then I got this little lady that I'm trying to show her how it is. And Jesus thinks she's beautiful just by the contents of her heart. And then I'm trying to open that up. I need your help just a little. Come on. Okay, so we got two... Yeah, all right, all right. So we got we got business that I'm trying to take care of and the family that I'm trying to take care of. And then we got music ministry and the drummer calls off. Are you kidding me? I can't handle all of this. And realistically, here's what's going on is I'm trying to do everything, Pastor, that I can do. Everything in my power. Everything that I can muster up. I don't sleep will take a back burner. Food will take a back burner. Everything will sit on the back burner. And I get another call. And I'm thinking, I can't do this anymore. And here, I'm going to be very vulnerable to you right now. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to protect my family from all of the storms that are coming in. And I look up, and I have become the storm. Because I can't hold it all by myself. Because I can't do it. As much as I want to, I can't. And that breaks me because this, I want to fix it. Guys can sit down. I want to fix it. I want to move the mountains. Do everything that I can in my power, but I can't do it. When realistically, guess what daddy needs? When I have had enough and when I've come to the ends of my rope and I can't do it anymore, I start to understand why the Word of God says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. I start to understand why God is a very present help in trouble. I start to get it. I start to get it. My God's in trouble. He's in my trouble. I don't have to do it all myself. Man, you look at Zacchaeus in the Bible, and I just, I, man, I love this story because the Bible says that he was short of stature, couldn't see Jesus. We all know that he came. He came because he heard that a miracle worker was coming, right? The dude knew what was on its way. He just wanted to be able to see it. Sorry for the mess I made of your church. But here's something that he did that I love. Everybody knows he climbed a sycamore tree. He got up in this tree so that he could get a better perspective of what's going on. Then Jesus looks up and says, hey, you, today I'm coming to your house. So I'm going to take a poll in this place today. I want you to be honest because I need to know who I'm dealing with. 
Who doesn't want Jesus coming to your place today? Is there anybody that would raise, let's do this, let's make it an inclusive. Is there anybody in the house that would raise their hand and say, I want God to be in my house today. I want him to be in my life today. If that's the case, raise your hand. Okay, pretty unanimous. Here's the thing. It's a lot of times when we're asking God to move mountains, all we need, I said it was a little tweak, right? It's just a change of movement. A little change of perspective. That's it. I'm at 18 minutes. Better hurry. I need a change of perspective. Because here's the deal is if I can get to a place where there's a crowd around me and I understand that Jesus is coming through. Uh, and there's, I can't quite see because everything is in my way and everything is clouding my views. If I can just get to a place where I can see Jesus, that's when things change. Because truth be told is when the storms of life are coming into my life and the things I'm trying to hold all these umbrellas, things are just cloudy. I can't see it all right. I got to get a higher perspective. Here's the deal. I'm not a pastor. I'm thankful for that at this point. But there's something I want to tell you about. Hey, it's 20 bucks. Anybody want 20 bucks? All right. Got some kids, one adult. Y'all a bunch of rich folks, man. Here's the deal. I work to get money. Okay? That's what I do. I need money to live. I don't live for money. Okay? But here's the deal. Is I've had some things that I have done in my life where I've lost more money than I should have. I've overpaid. I've had somebody rob me before. I've been ripped off. I've given money to somebody that I thought needed to see them walk, around, walk away and get in a Mercedes. But you know what? That is not going to stop me from going to work and trying to get this. I've been in situations where I've seen my money be wasted or I've been in situations where the money that I've made has been put to use in a bad manner. But that doesn't make me say, I don't think I'm going to get this anymore. I'm not going to use money anymore. I don't need it. Why is it that church people sometimes say, hey, the church has hurt me? I don't think I need it anymore. Why is it that somebody can say, hey, I've been church hurt, or I, I, the pastor did me wrong? I can go ahead and say this with all faith, and it has nothing to do with you, so don't take offense. Is This man is going to mess up. He's going to make mistakes. You know why? Because look at what he's made of. He's flawed from the start. Just like every one of y'all, we're human. But facts are this, is we're not here for him. I'm here because I need a touch from Jesus Christ. I'm not going to let the mistakes of a man keep me out of the doors of this church. I'm not going to let the mistakes of a ministry be a detriment to my walk with God. Man, it's like having cancer and saying I'm not going to the hospital because there's sick people there. No, 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 no. This is what we need. You know why? Because this building, this man, this ministry, this spirit of God is what changes our perspectives. 
things change like that. I told you 25 minutes, we're at 22. Here's the deal is we just need a little, a little bit of a change of perspective. I love this, man. Oh, man. What about John the Baptist, y'all? John the Baptist, Jesus himself, said he's the greatest of all men. But John was having a crisis. By the raising of your hand, just so everybody can see, and I am doing this. I, I, a lot of people say, close your eyes. I don't want anybody to see this. I want everybody to see this. Will you raise your hand if you have had a crisis in your life? I wish I had 14 hands. I'm not here on Independence Day to cry about everything. I cry anyways. That's the way I was made. It's my cloth. I can't, I can't change it. But I'm not here to boo-hoo about everything, but I'm going to tell you, man, I've seen some hard things. But you got, you got John the Baptist. Who, dude has given up everything for the cause. And he finds himself in a prison cell knowing that old princess girl has called for your head. She wants it on a platter. And everything seems to be crashing down. The man wore animal skins and ate locusts and honey. Ain't none of us got it that bad. Finds a crisis. And he says this to the people that are following him. They're talking to him through the bars and like, what do you want? What's going on? He said, I just need you to go to Jesus and just ask him this all I want. I'm not asking him to break me out. I'm not asking for a miracle. I just want to know, is he really the one? You guys, this resonates with me because I felt that way. I'm sitting in all my ashes and I'm just saying God are you really what I thought you were John said this he said go and ask him if he's the one that's not what his real question was his real question is are you the one or how can you be the one that you say that you are when I am where I am I heard a preacher say this the other day and it just lit a fire inside of me it says show me in the Bible where it says that things are going to be fair you show me where it says it's going to be fair can I be real with you I don't want fair because I know what I get if fair is what I deserve I don't want fair in my life I want the grace of God and if that means that I be locked up, so be it. And you know what? Jesus sent those guys back and said, tell them these things. Hey, the blind are seeing. The deaf can hear. He said, dead people are living. Tell them what you've seen. And then he'll know. So I can say to Life Point today, look at all that we've seen. 
Look at where we've come from. And you know that God has his hand on this church. There is no doubt in this little pea brain mind of mine that God doesn't have a plan for this church. I'm here to scream it from the rooftops today. That God has his hand on life for you. Just because you're dealing with heartache, just because you're walking through your personal little hell right now, does not mean that God doesn't have a plan for you. A man walked by one time. He had just lost his wife. He was going through the craziest thing in the world. And he just, every, every minute, every hour, every second, it just felt like heartache. And he walked by a church that they were remodeling. It was a large church with a, a large cathedral. And, and then they had a spire going up the top. And he looked at one of the stone workers. And it seemed like everything, was, everything had almost been done. There wasn't any more work to be done yet. But yet there was this guy that was just intricately chipping away at a small stone down on the bottom. He looked at him and he said, what on earth are you doing? This thing is finished. And he said, no, it's not. He goes, look up there at the top. He said, do you see that small void right up there? He, said, he looked up and he said, well, I, I guess I do. He said, I'm forming this down here so that it fits in up there. This is a true story. The man gives the account and he said he fell to his knees because he heard God talk through that worker that day. See, realistically, because that's what God's doing right now is he's chipping away down here. So that we fit in up there. It makes it a little easier to know that the chipping process is taking place right now so that I can walk on streets of gold and see the face of Jesus and know that everything is okay. I'll deal with a little bit of chipping away down here. I'll deal with the things that I have to do right now so that I fit in up there. Why don't you stand with me? there were people last night I was a pastor blanket ship and we were coming home from dinner and he had to slam on his brakes because there was some crazy pulling off the interstate just on the side just pulling off the interstate to park his car to get a look at fireworks He wanted to make sure he got a seat for the show. He wanted to be in the right position. He didn't really care about the people behind him. He just wanted a spot. He wanted to position himself correctly so he could get the most out of his experience. I think today, You can listen to him. I've got to talk to Jesus for a minute. Jesus, I will do anything that I have to to get a seat that is in the right position 
to see what you want to do in my life. I don't care if it hurts. I don't care what it feels like. God positioned me. Jesus, I'm asking you right now, God, to walk throughout the corridors of this building. God, look into our hearts. Jesus, see exactly what's going on, my God. You know some of us have looked at things for far too long with bitter eyes. God, you see, Lord God, the hurts, God, that have caused us to doubt. God, you see the things that we've done, Lord God, and the things that we've been through that we don't understand, God, and we, we just want to know why life isn't fair. God, but I understand that fair means that I get what I deserve, and God, that's not what I want. I thank you for your love. I thank you for dying for us, God. I thank you for your grace. God, but I'm asking you to position us right now. If you want to pray right now, these altars are open. I'm going to sing a song that I feel like God is just moving us into right now. God, I love you. I just want to be where you are. And I just want to be near your heart. There is nothing like your love Jesus, there is nothing like your love I could never walk away Cause I know I have seen your face There is nothing like your love. Holy, holy, you are holy. You're holy. You are holy. position ourselves right now God we see our circumstances God God but the more we focus on you God the more we see you for who you are God as we sing holy Lord God we start to see who you are God you're starting to change our perspectives 
God, things look a little clearer, God, now that we get our eyes on you. God, I'm asking you right now, God, God, to help somebody see you, God, for who you are. working in this place but if there's one thing that I do know I want to tell you this real quick is on 4th of July we could scream and shout we could say we're so thankful for the freedom which is true man I'll shout with you all day long but also know that God is bigger than that The cool thing about God is he wears so many different hats. We see so many different things that he does, but one of the things that I've seen so many times is that I can actually be real with God. Brother Donald, I love it that people know how to pray and they can use these elaborate words and stuff. One of the craziest prayers I've ever prayed, though, is Jesus, it hurts. So with all the this is going to take a weird turn with all the social unrest that's going on something I love about this church is I look around and not everybody looks the same that's the way that the body of Christ should look but here's something that's really cool is that we're all going to go through stuff and see things happen but you have you're connected to a body that is going to make you stronger so something I think that would happen in this place today is that can I get somebody to be bold in the house today and this is going to take a bit of vulnerability but I love it when the children of God become vulnerable because that's when stuff happens because realistically, we just throw the umbrellas aside and say, hey, we can't do it by myself. I can't do it. So is there anybody that would make their way up to this altar today or raise your hand, show us by the showing of hand that things are not the best that they've been right now and that you would allow your body to come together and be the body of Christ and pray for you and find a unity that you're not going to find out there. Is there anybody that's going through something right now and you would like your brothers and sisters, you would like the body of Christ to be what it was called to be? Is there anybody that would like to be prayed for today and let your church gather around? Come on up here, bud. Come on over here, man. 
Come up here. I want it to be known. Is there anybody else? three people right here that said that they need you they need you can we all get behind them right now and just cover them in love and in prayers and let the body of Christ be what it's called to be oh Jesus God see us right now Lord God look down on your children God you see the heartache God you see the insufficiencies God, the things that are heavy. God, we can't carry it by ourselves. Oh, Jesus. God, we need you right now. God, I've tried to move it. I've tried. God, but I can't move the things that are uncontrollable. God, we're asking right now, God, that you would lift these individuals up. God, you see what they're going through. God, you see what they need. God, you understand what's heavy. God, you understand what's uncarryable. God, I'm asking you, God, just to make a way. God, to move on their behalf. God, help them to move their perspective. God, so that they can see you more clearly. Oh, Jesus. all pray together right now. Jesus, we love you, Lord. God, we worship you. God, change our minds today, Lord. God, change our perspectives, God, so that we can see you, God, high and lifted up. God, your train filling the temple, Lord. God, we ask you right now, Jesus, God, as we're going to go on our separate ways today, Lord, God, that you keep us bound together in unity, Lord. God, that you would help us, Lord God, to, to see our brothers and sisters, God, that are in need, Lord. God, we can lift them up and become the body of Christ. Holy Jesus, we love you so much. I think it'd be all right now with every hand raised if we could just sing this together as a choir to see him lifted up. Jesus, I love you. 